Howdy, and welcome to the FPL Jingle. This time, massive saucy double game week 36 is upon us, and we're going to pick the best 22-man teams available. With only three weeks of Premier League action remaining, we'll uncover the teams resting on the beach in our modified Spicy Boy segment. As usual, we'll check in on all the playoff action in our Fantasy Football League. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, listener. You join us as we're halfway through the playoff semi-finals. I'm in a good mood. I'm beating Steve M fifty-four to forty-eight, so I'll call him my co-host this time. Uh, how are you, Steve? Yeah, not too bad. Owen. I know that you're trying to give me a shit because you're six points ahead, but it's only the halfway point, and there's a lot of games still left to be played. A lot of big doubles coming up this week, and um, to be honest, at uh, only six behind, considering a few of my players that didn't play, I'm happy enough. I'm glad it's not getting to you, Steve. Uh, it, it actually genuinely isn't, so... <laughs> okay. Sounds like what okay. someone who's getting gotten to would say. I was going to introduce you, Patrick. How's it going? I am very well on. I'm, like yourself, I'm very well because I am currently in the lead. Uh, a bit more of a lead than you have, even, over Mr. Stephen Lyons. A uh, couple of mistakes and unlucky things going against me would have had him probably in a lot of trouble, but, I mean, I don't consider myself home and host yet because it's uh, effectively... Two game weeks and one next week with so many double game weeks. But uh, but yeah, 12 points. Healthy lead going into it. Happy how things have gone so far. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on the massive game week that is game week 36. Like, we'll all have 22 players, pretty much. We'll be we'll be doing a Mark Gary on it. And our fourth podcaster today is Tyg. Tyg, how are you getting on? Ah, I'd like to say I'm well, but I, I, I'm at an ATL on interest in this entire thing from the heartbreak of finishing in the shit league for playoffs. So, you know, I'm fine, I guess. <laughs> Well, it's nice of you to join us anyways and to give us some perspective. I mean, <laughs> It's like, nice to level out against all of you winners with yeah, a bit of yeah. losing, just a bit of nothing for a season. So, sometimes I'm upset and then, you know, like it's nice for someone like you to come on and, and then I realise I, I could have real problems. And... <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, real problems. It sounds, so like, we had to, it sounds like we had to like roll Tyg out of bed because he was too depressed <laughs> to get him onto a podcast. It's, it was pretty much the case this morning going to work. My entire week was ruined and my disappointment was immeasurable um, ah, yes. but it wasn't really because I'm actually winning in my terrible league playoff this week by 7 points in what seems oh. to be a fight for the lowest score of the week between myself and Porg Sheen also uh, M- MIA we're, we're both realistically thrown in the towel already but it's fun to see mm-hmm. it ha- happening in that at least we got it's, paired uh, up together you know it's fun to uh, well, and I suppose we'll get to it in a second. But it's fun to see both of you scoring less points than the man who has not been involved in the league at all this year in Team <laughs> Auto Draft. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> he outscored you by a fair, significant, oh, for, like a solid, a full player doing well performance. Uh, yeah. Didn't, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Ray, Ray beat Connell to kind of almost knock him out of the playoffs. He, he well did in, in week thirty four. So he, he absolutely yeah. did time bomb that fella. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Really, yeah, uh, all yeah, I'm going to be this yeah, week a is broken algori- a broken algorithm is still right twice a day. <laughs> Basically, yeah. what I'm going to be is I'm going to be the wildcard ray of this episode, just like coming in to mess up with your winning strategies, you know. Give us a lot of Ooh. anger, Tyg, and, and disappointment. Fucking Le- Leeds, man. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll uh, uh, we'll 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 run through the the playoffs, sir. I kind of look at e- each playoff on its own, and, and Steve M, you're going to give us an in-depth analysis of the one you're losing in. <laughs> uh, temporarily losing in. I don't anticipate being in this position at the end uh, of the next game week, but uh, we'll see. Uh, so yeah. Like I mentioned, uh, you have a six-point lead on the highest score of the week of 54. I finished on 48. Oh, I think the key difference there was that, um, was that well, actually, it wasn't Kansa didn't play for me. Uh, you know, I had a clean sheet from Cancelo, double clean sheet from Matip and Robertson, a goal from Bowen, two assists from Kulusevski, goal from Jesus, goal from Zaha, uh, Salah blanked. Um, so, like, you know, Pretty consistent returns. Uh, obviously, Larice didn't keep a clean sheet, neither did Thiago Silva. So that's probably the difference. Um, but then, like, yeah, you, you had a you had a decent enough run yourself. Allison clean, Maddie Cash clean, Davies for one, Diaz for got an assist as well as the clean. Laporte clean, Coutinho and Smith Rowe did nothing. Diaz and Mane did nothing. Ronaldo gold, and then San had two goals and an assist. Really, the kind of the highlight player of your week. So. Um, yeah, yeah, like if it's, you were to it's... if you were to try pick out the six points uh, where I got ahead of you, it's probably me just being a little bit better at fantasy football. <laughs> that, that, I definitely don't agree that with that statement. The, the laziest player in the whole fucking league this year. Stop that. Yeah, I really don't agree with that. There's method but, uh, to it, though. There's method. Um, looking on, um, looking on then towards the other uh, top four match, uh, Paddy um, managed to score fifty three points this week somehow, despite having a terrible team. Uh, <laughs> Ramsdale did not, uh, just did nothing. Uh, Diaz for the goal, clean sheet and assist. Uh, Royale did nothing. Matip and Mings with the clean sheets. Sinchenko came off the bench and did nothing. Uh, Ramsey did nothing. He got a lucky Trossard goal, which is like. I honestly very tactical Trossard goal. Yeah, I was not like I've seen Trossard hit the po- I've seen Trossard hit the woodwork more times than I've seen him score goals. Yeah, um, and I just knew he he was due soon, you know, and he was coming good. You did in your shite. You did not. Yeah, he was getting yeah. His range and that was it. Um, so was and woman. then he had Diaz and Werner, and because he's such a good fantasy player, he decided to leave Bowen and Richarlison on his bench for a goalie. <laughs> you um, sloppy. So yeah, that kind of uh, left the door open a little bit for Steve. Um, who has scored forty one? Um, double Chelsea didn't clean sheet didn't come in for him. Romero didn't. Neither did Tomiyasu. Van Dijk did. Uh, Foden got nine. Uh, Elise did nothing. Saka got an assist. Jota got an assist. Watkins got a goal. Werner did nothing. So the 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 defenders uh really letting him down. Probably the difference between the two sides. What I'm just like reeling from, and it just like occurred to me like last night. Out of fucking nowhere, like, in my consciousness, Paddy was, like, around seventh, like, a few fucking weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden, (laughs) he's almost in the final. And I'm sure I'll beat him (laughs) when I get there. But I'm a bit peeved about the whole thing that, like, either Connell or Mark or someone couldn't pull the finger out and keep this, I said it before, slob out of this. Heathen. The the finals. Heathen. The non-believer. it's like you forget my eight-game win streak, where I was just beating lads left, right, and center. Uh, did that like? Did that escape you? Did you know? Did you not see me coming up the the table like a rocket? Oh, shush and give a summary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, no, I mean that actually in relation to all I'm saying, I do regret obviously not playing Richardson or Bowen. I did predict uh, Richardson's sloppy goal. Uh, that was my prediction. I predicted it on to, to ye, I think, and also to other friends. And what well, you know, what happened? You never uh, said that to me. 
Did it not? Well, I'll find, I'll find a reference. Paddy's recommendation was Brighton players, which actually came to be. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I thought was Bowen. I no, I mean, Arsenal aren't bad. They're a bit up and down. Well, I thought, you know, with the Europa stuff, or not the Europa, but the European stuff, that they would, uh, I mean, could be rested or would have one eye on that or would have tired legs. And that was a mistake because Bowen is just very good. And even like next week, you were saying we'd all have 22 players. But, I mean, it's a hard decision to, to leave Bowen out, even if he only has one game because it's against Norwich. So I might end up at 21, we'll see. How do you say but, Norwich? Um, Norwich. 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 Oh, oh no, I thought you were saying no. Nor. I thought you were saying Norwich. Like, he no, does. Nobody calls it. That. He says. He says Norwich. I did not. I say Norwich. Yeah, but it's. it's say no, you do not. Oh, I've definitely heard you say Norwich before. No, it's not. Very much so. Listen, guys. If if you're bullying someone with a speech impediment, that wouldn't be very cool. No, I'll do Paddy, it. There's not bully. Paddy, just pretending to be a dub is, is just sad. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're from Tipperary, <laughs> man. You're. You can see fields <laughs> in your house. Come on. Do dubs? Do dubs say Norwich? No, you do. I mean, I people pretending to be dubs do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific subset. Tell us about uh, fifth to eighth, uh, man. Tell us about yeah. fifth to eighth. Jesus, that's what I'm about to say. On topic fifth to eighth, uh, I mean, <laughs> I suppose it's kind of the best, the, be- the best losers play off, as we call it. Um, which is, I suppose, is generous to Mark Gary because he's just a loser. Uh, but Agreed. Uh, speaking of Mark Gary, so actually, he, before he, we jump in here, I made a bet with Steve M that if Mitch finishes above Mark. Steve has to sing a song on the podcast. Oh, fuck. Look oh, at this. Look at this. Right. Wheeling it oh, back in time. And you <laughs> know what? Mark Gary's going to tank his fucking team now when this episode comes out just to fucking spite me. Hey, listener, oh, right? Uh, what will what, what, happen here now is there's just going to be a clip. Hey, listen to this clip from Game Week. Beep. <laughs> I, I get to pick the song. Uh, oh no, I, mean, I do. I, it's going to be a hymn. No, France. we never agreed that the, the the winner got to pick the song. We never agreed that. I guess tell us, let Paddy tell us whether or not Mark is on his way to fulfilling that bet or not. Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, I think that I I don't think Mark is going to finish it. Mitch, I think Mitch is. I think Mitch is good. Mark's team looking at it here is having a lot of wheeling and dealing. I, I mean, I know that's not uncommon, but he's bringing in blokes like you know Bailey for Villa, Ramsey, which I suppose again for Nor for Norwich. Uh, Alanga. You said it, you said it wrong, man. You just went. <laughs> yeah, I know. My message. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, he's he's, he's got Gundogan. He's got Havertz and Mount. Didn't look good the other day. Uh, Alanga, Bailey, Ramsey. I don't, I don't fancy him. I don't, to be honest with you. No. Uh, whereas, I mean, I'm looking at Mitch's team here. Mitch has a good team. I was trying to do deals with Mitch during the week, and it was like tough because Mitch knew he'd good lads. If Mitch's Chelsea. I think it's a triple he has. I'll tell you now in a second. I've been back if in Mitch, Mitch is, all, all season. Yeah, if Mitch's triple Chelsea had come good, uh, he's get he's got his Pulgata, Thiago Silva. He left Mendy in the bench. If that come good, those two, then Mark Gary way behind. Nice. He's got Robertson. He's got Kudosevsky. He's got Saka. He's got Kane. He's got Watkins. I think it's just a better team overall. So uh, I'm afraid I must say I think Mitch is going to beat Mark. Uh, and then the other the other duo is Connor and Connell. Uh, Connell, I mean. Connor wasn't good form, but it's hard to look past Connell's team. It's a good team. A few movable parts, but he's got, like, I think it's a double, double Liverpool defence. No, he's got Matip, he's got Ramsdale's Grand, he's got Rudiger, Bowen, Grealish, Havertz. Son is the real highlight. Myself and Owen are both lucky enough to have two. Um, Absolutely. So I think Con- he really, really came good for us this week. So, so, so you have uh, Mitch and Connell tipped to make the final in, in, in the 5-8 playoffs, Petty. I, I think so. I think Connor's team. Uh, I mean, he was unlucky that Trent didn't start, but I think 
Yeah, I think it ju- I think Connell might just edge it. There we go. Uh, Ty, get down in ninth to twelfth. I say down in ninth to twelfth, but at your level, how's it going? Uh, we'll get through this. We'll get through this fast. Let's not pretend anyone really cares. Um, the most interesting part of this week so far is two the two biggest wild cards of wild cards in the league, John Scanlon and Cahill Connolly, on a lovely tie of thirty three points each after the first week of this. So that's that's fun. That's that's a little bit of something. Probably the um, most likable guys in the league. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I can't say there's nothing really wrong with them. One handsome, one also handsome. Just, just good men. Um, John, he's pretty much got. Let's be realistic. He hasn't looked at his team much of the entire season, except to bring in one or two lads. But he's got, he's got people who can score in any given week. They just haven't all returned this week. Cresswell, Dinya, Reese James, Coutinho, Ronaldo. You know, some usual suspects, but. Enough to go on that it'll be a bit fearful for Cahill, but he himself is all City and United. He's, he's the, he's the Manchester team. We all know this. Uh, he's got three from City. He's got two Chelsea. He's got a couple of people, you know, so they're just, they're, they're good innocent men, you know, they're good. They're just normal men. They're just normal men. They're just normal men. Just innocent men. I'll, and be, then, I'll be rooting for you, Tig. Ah, I think you'll make it past Porrick. I think you'll get into the final, but, um, I'd be, I would I'd be like fearful it, yeah. of, I'd be fearful of Cahill if I was in that final, but you just, just don't know. If I could be fearful or care about finishing in ninth or tenth, uh, you know, I would be, but no one knows. We, we have essentially the same team. We both have Ederson and Laporte and Mount, so like it all depends on what Bruno Fernando does week to week, essentially. The, but anyway. The, tri- the trimmings. Yeah, the trimmings. Ninth to twelfth, we're all, we're here. I mean. We're happy. It's it's more than being in the bottom six, which I, I, I do. We even need to talk about it. I don't think so. I was about to say. Speaking of trimming the fat, on I'm just uh, run us through this real I quick. I mean, like we have some stalwarts here. Ray Foley, thirty-one <laughs> points easier. Stalwart. Ah, uh, you can call you can call Ray this season a stalwart uh, when he hasn't looked at his team once. It's team auto draft. He's, he's a history maker. Uh, there's a, you know a few lads here with big talk that when we get back into normal uh, fantasy app or whatever fantasy Premier League. That they'll be playing a big game. Like Owen met it to the playoffs last year. Ray is Ray. Purely uh, off the back of Bruno Fernandez. Purely. Yeah, more or less. Uh, Thomas, Thomas came 13th. It would have been a lovely season for him to finish 12th. Um, and at the it moment, was... it's, it's tight. There's 11 points between Andy's 42 and the three lads in last on 31. I would, hey, uh, three weeks left. There's no, no way of predicting how it's going to go. I wouldn't be tipping any of these lads. I'd, Keep your money in your pocket for now, is what I'd be saying. <laughs> for the large betting market of the bottom of the fucking when franchise. When did we turn into a bookies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About, about t- 10 seconds ago. Yeah. I'd be back, yeah, back me if you want to, but you're probably only getting one to two on that or something, something that bad. And those are the playoffs. Um, like, so I suppose any, any last words of encouragement for Mark Gary? I know he's touch upset about the whole situation ah uh, look um, better look next year I guess go ahead Paddy I said better look next year is the best thing I can say to him no fuck him no <laughs> worse look next year finish lower <laughs> Jesus I mean okay. if he wants if he wants any advice from from a, from a man who's finished above him in the league you know I'm I'm willing to extend uh, an olive branch you oh, know snap like, it uh, Mark snap the it the olive branch half. may be it may be on fire but it'll be extended nonetheless, and if he oh. decides to gra- to grab it, well, then you know that's up to him, and it just proves my <laughs> superiority, if anything. But olive branches know, are flimsy, Mark. Snap it, snap it now. 
And Ma- Stephen, and, would and, you consider and Mar- doing kind of like grinds for maybe? <laughs> doing grinds. Over summer, like. I'll, uh, I'll work kind of on making school? one of those books, uh, FPL uh, for dummies. And he can, he can, yeah, he'd be the, stress more he'd be my, he'd be the first that's customer in line to success. sign it at the book signing. <laughs> if anything, okay, then it'll add more stress. One, yeah, and Mark, your, your hair is stupid. Let's move on to game week. Yeah. <laughs> So silly. <laughs> Game week 35 had a few shock results, maybe a few teams on the beach now that we near the end of the Premier League season. We're going to kick things off with Everton's 1-0 win over Chelsea. Uh, fireworks and flares, Paddy. I, I'm going to put that down as the reason they won this one. Excellent tagline for the podcast too. Oof. I mean, I, I like I like the alliteration. I do, I do. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, my my Everton misery, as Tig refers to it, is for this week at least somewhat abated and quelled. Uh, in fact, I have a little bit of a little bit of actual Everton happiness, which is very rare. It's, it's been in short order recently. I know. Uh, I mean, I I did actually call it. I'm looking at my my phone here. I was trying to get one of Mitch's Chelsea defenders, and at ten twelve a.m. on the 29th of April, I said Richardson's scrappy goal. I'm calling it. So. I mean, I was nearly hoping it would happen, and I think I, I, I managed so, so it. So, in trying to get a player off Mitch, you told him that Everton were going to score and that he should give you that player, and that's you. That's you predicting the future. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> exactly. Because I was going to put the as wait. Did Mitch you agree to the trade? No, Mitch did not. It's, know, this is Paddy trying to manipulate a person. Meant he manipulated this fold oh, of time. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it the other way around. Never mind. But, uh, well, actually, I, I did think Richardson would score, but I was going to get the Chelsea defender for next week because, you know, as they said, as this very famous St. Pat's fan once said, you keep the good fellas on the bench. <laughs> and I was going to put my Chelsea defender on the bench. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was, I was delighted. I think everything did everything correct. They went out of game plan. They let Chelsea have possession, particularly uh, for certain parts of the game, and they went on the counter. Uh, Gordon proved to be excellent again. He really is uh, coming together. He's not just pace. He actually is a very good dribbler of all, mm-hmm. and he's a good crosser. Player of the season, uh, Paddy? Ro- Oh, who else? Who else could be Gordon, player of the season? Um, Gordon, or I mean, Pickford, Richardson. Oh, come on! Uh, you can't give you can't give it to Pickford with his lack of clean sheets. Pickford's been good. He hasn't, he hasn't made many mistakes. No, yeah, but um, yeah, no, it's it's far and away. It's it's Gordon for me. Yeah, he's really even really a highlight this season. But to be honest with you, the other day it was it was great to watch them. Even like seeing the absolute, uh, I suppose, heart they were giving us. You know how Goodison was absolutely bouncing like Coleman was running up and down the line more than he's done in years and you can see he was now falling over at certain points but he's getting stuck in. I think the biggest the biggest thing and the most I suppose important thing for us was having big Yerald Mina there. Uh people were giving out about uh, Lampard resting him against like Liverpool or not rushing him back. But I mean I think that was the correct decision because we need we need him so badly for the games we could win and Liverpool was not realistically going to be one of those. And um I mean he's got legs made out of paper mache but when he's there in that defence it makes such a huge difference, not just because um, he was able to get under Havertz's skin and absolutely shithousing the bits. And tell me, Paddy, uh, with, with the Everton double coming up, Leicester and Watford, are you going to pick anything up? I mean, there's a reason I dropped Zaha for Richardson last week. <gasps> um, uh, that was that was intentional because I saw the double-double coming up. Obviously, it didn't work out as far as Zaha came on and scored a goal. But, I mean, I suppose Richardson equaled him. But I was either going to drop Werner or Zaha and I kept Werner because of his nice double. But I mean, yeah, I think actually Richardson's a great asset this week and I wouldn't be against... Any, any cleans, Anthony Gordon, a defender, yeah. A clean against I wouldn't be against Leicester getting a defender, yeah. Watford. 
Um, uh, Watford really, really hurt us the last time. That was the game. That was I think five two. It was embarrassing. But I mean, if if Mean is there and if he's regimented that defence and if we're playing like we did the other day, I can absolutely see at least one clean sheet in there. But I mean, it depends. Whatever turns up, uh, I saw that based on home form, we'd be tenth in the league. Based on away form, I think we're you know twentieth, Stone last, below Nor- Norwich and a few other teams. Interesting. But, um, so. Uh... Maybe pick up Everton defenders for their home games, but they're away in the double. Uh, we move along to the next fixture. Tyg, our resident United fan, uh, they beat Brentford in kind of a nice story for United fans around the world. Yeah, it's probably the nicest, one of the nicest games to watch all season for a United fan, but that's pretty in, damning indictment of the hopes that were at the start of the year when it's against a Brentford team that is kind of going to phone it in for the rest of the season. This game was uh, it was all about one matter for any fan that has a heart because watching him play football was like, oh God, did, did Man United waste the prime years of this good footballer? Because yep. he came from yep. our Chelsea, an absolute baller, came to the United setup that has kept him for ten, almost nine years now and just did nothing with him, never had a squad that had this, like, the position to suit him. He fell foul of that football revolution of losing number... 8 slash 10s in terms of positioning and pace and pressing, but he just looked so good at football when he plays the ball. He's the only man capable of doing nice progressive passing. You know, he's he was a nice bright spark in a season of misery in this game here. He he couldn't play regularly, but you'd think he would have gone a bit more when you see how well he played yesterday. But the goals came out of Bruno Fernandes getting a goal. Ronaldo had a goal Rodolfo offside before then winning and converting a penalty later in the second half. And Rafa Varane scored from a set piece that was deflected after the ball was delivered in from a corner by Alex Tellez. You know, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this game because as much as United won 3-0, as much as it was a good polished performance in terms of how polished they can be this year against the Brentford team that, as I said, phoned it in, is off on the beach in their brains. It does. Who cares? Realistically, <laughs> yeah. who cares? It, it, this game <laughs> and, uh, does not they matter. Also, they also only have the single next week, so I don't I, I don't think anyone will be picking up United assets this uh, week. I, uh, there'd be no so point. Unless you have Ronaldo or Bruno Fernandes, it's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. And what did you make of Lingard's brother's post? It was so... We're a fantasy podcast, so let's oh, dab into the tabloids. No, it's, we have to dab into that tabloid, because it's... With that post, it's very clear, I think, to most Who fans. Who cares? Who cares? But I think what you have to say is it's clear that Lingard must be the source of all the leaks out of the press if his brother's willing to put that out publicly. It's absolutely hilarious. Because, I mean, he has been done dirty in terms of he should have just been let leave to go to West Ham in the summer or Newcastle in January. He, although there's no guarantees he would have made Newcastle any better at this point because they've been in way better form than United since. But he, he would I have think taken Joe Willock's spot and done a better job. Probably, yeah, he would have been quite good, and I feel bad for him. But I also, it's, you know, it's like he's also consistently been underwhelming for like what he's so still a young player to some commentators. Somehow, that's how shit he's been for a long time. <laughs> uh, so you know, he just he just acts like a he just acts like yeah. a young cocky prick. Even yeah, he's and like, he's, he's like, like twenty nine now. And, yeah. Like, but having said that, I know we're, I'm giving him shit here, but like, he had an incredible second half of the season against Incredible. Ham, and then they just went. No, it, it nah. was. Uh, nah, <laughs> nah. It was very much no, a okay, United okay. mismanagement type thing. Order, order. Okay. Nah. I'm never going to do this again. We, we should stay talking about fantasy football. Uh, yeah, Steve, <laughs> restore some order here. Uh, you were probably happy with this Arsenal win over beached West Ham. 
Uh, yeah, like it was, um, it was a key win. Like it was massive in terms of our, um, race for the top four because Spurs had uh, just beaten Leicester 3 1 uh, shortly before this game. So, um, anything less than a win and Spurs would have been back in front, I think, because they would have been ahead on they, goal difference. They were, yeah. Yeah. They were in so, so, yeah, it was a scrappy game. It was really, it looked, if you told me that Arsenal had played on Thursday as well as West Ham, I would have believed you because neither team really came out looking mm-hmm. that well. They were losing possession left, right and centre. There was no real uh, cutting edge to either side. Arsenal's goal coming from a set piece sack into the box. Gabriel with a nice uh, header, make it 1-0. And then shortly after that, West Ham were on an attack and it kind of, they kind of just, Kufal, I think, just lobs it into Bowen, who just does something <laughs> amazing and gets like on the half volley, gets a bit lucky with the deflection from Gabriel, which kind of moves it away from Ramsdale into the far right hand corner, makes it a one one, and um, and then that was kind of it really. Like they went into the half one one, and you could have gone either way really. Neither team was creating a whole lot of chances. But again, from a set piece, Arsenal in the sack into the box. It comes, uh, goes to the other side of the box to Martinelli, who whips it back in. And Gabri- uh, oh, sorry, dude. sorry, I made a mistake there earlier. It was holding with the first goal because it was Gabriel with the second. Yes, yeah, sorry, apologies. And uh, uh, Gabriel then just heads it right into Fabianski, who can't keep it out. It's got too much power on it, and it makes it two one. And to tell you how. Little West Ham did in the second half. Uh, Ramsdale didn't even have to make one save, so I don't think they even had one shot on target in the second half. Ooh. So, uh, uh, and they weren't really arse bringing on any of their subs. They brought on maybe like Yarmolenko, who normally they just throw on for the games that they've either kind of already won or just kind of like, you know, not really that arse. They didn't. Kind of, yeah. But, um, like for Arsenal, it does their confidence a load of good, and they come into the a a, de- a good double next week. They've got Leeds uh, at home, and then they go away to Spurs. So uh, two big games for them because if they can get that Leeds win, Liverpool will uh, be playing Spurs at Anfield. So potentially an opportunity to widen the gap between the two, and then they'll play each other obviously in the North London derby. So Arsenal assets probably still ones to hold on to because you're they're likely to get at least one clean sheet in the double and uh, any attacking players you have might be worth looking at. I'd say uh, after that game against West Ham, maybe look at Lacazette probably coming back into the lineup uh, for maybe the Leeds game, but if not, definitely the Spurs game. Yeah. um, Thank you for covering the fantasy assets. That's what I was going to move along to. Uh, One last. It's almost like I'm a, it's almost like I'm a co-host on and I know what the podcast is about. Almost very, very close. Uh, one last question <laughs> on this game. What did you make of the comments on Holdings' hairline? Uh, oh, Ramsdale's uh, post-match interview only took uh, <laughs> only took six years in a new hairline to score a premier to go score a league goal for Arsenal. <laughs> uh, uh, you got to re- like. I know. I, I know. Uh, Ramsdale's a bit of a shit house to the to the opposition fans, but it's nice to know that he does it to his own players as well. Like that's very um, enjoyable, yeah. very endearing, very endearing to the fans. Like sometimes yeah, un- unreal shit from Ramsdale happening and lepping about on the goal line. Uh, that's been game week thirty five. I think it's thirty five. Uh, let's move along to the modified <laughs> spicy boy section. Ooh. 
let's look at game week 36. You've got six extra fixtures this week. You're going to have a massive team. Uh, the extra games are Villa versus Liverpool, Leicester play Norwich, Watford versus Everton, Leeds take on Chelsea, Wolves host Man City, and the North Lurd, North Lurden, North London derby between <laughs> Spurs and Arsenal is also going to take place. Um, so maybe to start it off, outside of the obvious, who's got the best doubles here, guys? Do do Arsenal and Arsenal? I think have a good double, but then it's got to be Leicester amongst all the doubles. As much as Leicester, I don't give a shit anymore. They're playing, they're playing Norwich, or they're playing Everton and Norwich. Like I mean, uh, both games at home as well. It's that's a are, that's are a good. Are you worried about ro- rotation in that team? Then I I don't look. We're recording this before their Thursday uh, Europa League conference or Europa Conference, whatever it's called, game. But I don't think that they'll be. Um, Rome, Roma away in Rome and so I think they'll just come back to the league and try and finish on a high and try and climb a few spots because even though people say they haven't got anything left to play for where you finish on the league is an extra like two and a half million per per place so Brendan Rodgers is the kind of guy yeah he'd be the kind so, of guy who wants that like, for budget like you know like they're going to want to try and finish a little bit with a little so, bit of respect and I think so these two games on... are two nice games Based on an upturn of form, Leicester have the best double in game week 36. More or less. Uh, I mean... It's vague to say that, even, but yeah. Who would you you say? I think think Everton's a a terrible fixture at the moment. I really do. And Everton do have a a Leicester team that are going to be kind of half phoning it in. I admire your optimism, That is hilarious, Paddy. Chelsea, and all of a sudden it's bright, it's it's all bright sunshine and roses. I can't wait to talk to Paddy after this, these two losses. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you you have to have him booked in for it. It really is, like, it really is, yeah. It's a a hope that kills you, man. (laughs) We'll we'll get on with the tips, so, Um, Steve, you picked out um, some Aston Villa players. Um, they double yeah. against Burnley and Liverpool. Yeah, it's 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 mainly the Burnley one uh, uh, that you're that I'm looking at here in terms of like defenders. They managed they keep the clean sheet against Norwich there, and what was a fairly straightforward and dull affair. But like I can't imagine anything too different here. So I'd be going for the same thing again. And like they're at home against Liverpool, they're probably not going to keep the clean sheet, but they'd at least keep it somewhat respectable, I'd imagine. And I and Liverpool will be coming off a tough game against uh, Spurs at Anfield, so maybe a bit of rotation. So Steve, Stevie you know. G going back up against you know his his old club as well. Who want to instill a bit of fire in the boys? Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. I mean, the Burnley fixture being a nice one and potentially them putting in a performance against Liverpool. That, yeah, it's believable, isn't it? That they, that they'll go or that they'll stay at home and that they'll play a decent game against Liverpool. Yeah, it is. So, Patrick, you've got our second tip, and you're picking out Everton. I have indeed, but absolutely uh, My God. no bias whatsoever. I, w- I was thinking... Oh. It's absolutely insane year. that this is happening. How can we care. recommend this to people? You're going to be so surprised when you're going to say, Paddy, it's two weeks in a row now. You picked Brighton last week. It's incredible. And this week you're picking Everton. Formerly the worst team in the league, twentieth in the league you, for away form. You are you are the Steve Carell thing of I'm ready to be hurt again. Like it's so, <laughs> like it's, it's so 
crazy Honestly, that like basically the world was tickets. falling down and then one game later everything's great and we're gonna fucking storm yeah. it I mean I, I started looking at tickets for the game against Arsenal again so we'll see like <laughs> um, do not put the misery on yourself of going to the fucking relegation termination man masochist I think I think if we Would have you, Jordan perhaps the best goalkeeper in the world at the moment Pickford and goal if you get, where if, the, if, the stars are going to align if you get two relegated Paddy will you do a shit in the stands <laughs> I mean I probably won't to be let's just uh, can we also just say for the listener out there who's looking for actual tips don't do that don't go for the Everton defenders maybe take up an attacker Jordan, don't take an Everton defender no, oh my god you're right actually don't take Everton defenders Take an Everton goalkeeper. Oh, stop this. <laughs> the smallest oh diamond in the world. Stop this. Owen, please move it along. I move beg it of you. on, Owen. Uh, maybe, like, yeah, the only good tip that we have here, Ty, uh, reliable, nice, innocent Ty, give us your one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right, I suppose that was a, uh it's really the only reliable tip in amongst all the fixtures for the entire weekend because everybody has either phoned it in or is looking shaky. Arsenal have looked decent and have got a Leeds fixture at home and a North London Derby in a double. Now, Leeds fixture, Leeds look in trouble. If Everton are as good as somehow Paddy believes, which is, uh, that is <laughs> unlikely, but you know, even if, even if they're half as good as Paddy believes, which is serviceable, they have a real good chance of staying up now. Um, but with an Arsenal and Lee and Chelsea double themselves, Leeds are a fucking good target again this week. Arsenal should get a clean sheet in that game with uh, with a functional defence. And then the Northland Derby, that'll be fun. I'd go for some good assets in the monks there. There might be a nice, might be a wing-back assist off of Tamayasu or like, you know, something interesting could happen in that second half of that double. So Arsenal... The only Definitely thing about that I'd say, Tyg, is that Tommy Asu did come off injured in that game against West Ham, so we'll have to wait and see what his uh, fitness is before Jeez, the start poor man. of the, the game week. Poor man, didn't see him go off in the game, but alas, that's by that's what you get for looking down at your phone. Um, yeah, <laughs> Arsenal, uh, good, good, Arsenal look good. Good call, Tyg. Yeah, so Arsenal obviously three losses, and then they beat Man United, Chelsea, and West Ham in a, in a good vein of form, but. As we know at Arsenal, they kind of the crest and they fluctuate. Yeah. They do fluctuate. Uh, I, I, I'm also, starting to feel slightly confident again about my prediction a few weeks back of saying they're nailed on for top four. That was premature. And yeah, I think targeting leads is also a good plan. I mean, uh, already a spate of injuries, and then Cooper pulled up in the warm up. Dallas obviously with a horrible knee injury. So mm-hmm. um, that's one I hadn't picked up on myself. I may look at targeting leads for the week coming up. Maybe that'll help me beat Steve M in the second half of our semi-final. So thanks for that one. We'll move on to the... <laughs> we won't be doing Spicy Boys. We'll be doing Son of a Beach this time around. Son of a Beach. We're picking out teams and players that, uh, you know, basically our traps are just going to be no good for the rest of the season. Let go of them. Don't pick them up. Um, there's, you know, because we we see it at the end of every season, teams with nothing to play for tend to underperform as the season closes. So, Steve M, I'll let you kick us off. Yeah, it was it was tough for me to pick out a single player from this team because I, it feels like it's just a collective like hive mind in that they've all kind of just agreed upon this. But Wolves have basically just become a nothing match, like. 
they used to be known for their resolute defense and be able to hit teams on the counter. And I can't pinpoint exactly when it happened because I haven't really researched it too much. But I think probably since the international break, they've just done nothing. Like they haven't been, they've been leaking goals. They haven't been creating chances. And I think they kind of know that they're in and around, I think that like eighth, seventh spot. So like they're not, and they know that they're never going to get as high as sixth because the points difference is too high. So I think they're just happy enough to just chill there and, I don't know, maybe try and give some academy players a run out. But, yeah, that's that's kind of my team to avoid anyway. Great yes. shout with the form fixtures. You said after the international break. It's more or less exactly from about January 15th when the international break came in that they started leaking goals. Nice work. Yeah, they're, they'll be supping a few Coronas now, maybe maybe getting a few shots of tequila in the evening. <laughs> uh, I, I reckon those lads are having a great time right now. In uh, fact, send I'm some jealous. more stereotypes our, our way I'm on, like, you know. Yeah. At least they're not misogynistic. I've, I've done, I'm, I'm doing my bit there. Uh, you nice to know you're diversifying your portfolio of comedy, yeah. you know. You're not yeah. only just one, you're not a one-trick pony, you know. Yeah doing my best uh patrick um i'm gonna ask you to tell us all about leicester city <laughs> hello hello um <laughs> i won't say anything about the football club just the city yeah um, please yeah don't <laughs> tell us anything about fantasy it's got a, got a great got a great, great, great castle great um, culture <laughs> Shit train station. yeah yeah I, I feel like the two uh the two russian agents who were obviously trying to assassinate people in Salisbury. And they went, no, we were tourists. Did you know Salisbury has the second highest spire in all of Europe? We did. Uh, <laughs> it's not like the third time you've mentioned that on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think it is, but maybe it is. Jesus. I Wasn't think it's Paddy sending a coded message back to Russia. I do, yeah, he's a back spy. To the, the motherland. That is the socialist tendencies. They do come from there. But um, <laughs> but no, my, my tip would be, in fairness, would probably be Leicester. Uh, they've been a bit frustrating to own over the last couple of weeks. Uh, between I have a couple of lesser defenders in regular. I had Madison. I had Madison in draft. I had Barnes, who I looked at the fixtures a few weeks ago and thought that is a lovely run in, but he's just been rotated out for you know what you call it Europe. And I think with Europe, first of all, if they're still in it, they'll still be rotated. And second of all, if they end up crashing out of it, I think their heads just haven't been in the Premier League for a while. And I think even if they start playing again, your Leicester assets aren't great. I mean, if you have a Leicester defender who you're confident is going to start, I have Schmeichel this week. Uh, it makes sense to play them with what are ostensibly good fixtures, but I would be inclined not to risk them first for rotation and second of all for being on the beach to a degree, you know? I kind of half agree with you, um, Paddy, but like, I don't Go on. I don't see them beaten. I think I'm, and I, I'll probably just reiterate myself here, but I still think that they'll that they'll try and finish in a decent position to end the season because I, I, I don't know. Like I feel like there is kind of a little bit of a sense of pride with Leicester there. Like you know they they're they're I know they're a long way removed from winning the Premier League now, but you know last season they were vying for top four, and I I don't think they're fully given up on the league. Obviously they're making the push for the the Conference League um, to for for a trophy like, but. I don't know, like, I could see them rolling out Jamie Vardy and him doing a bit of damage there, like, I wouldn't... Perhaps, yeah, perhaps I'm being a bit harsh in that sense. It's just, I'm dubious to even the likes of Vardy, is he, you know, is he fit yet? He's having blue wicked yeah, now on played, the beach at this he point. He played like. 60 minutes against Roma in the first leg, so he'll start. Okay. The question is, if if you were picking up a Leicester player, who who are they, and are they going to play two games game week 36? Other than Schmeichel? Schmeichel is the best. 
probably yeah. probably not. I mean, like if Sion is gone, signed you maybe, but I know he would. Yeah, I'm I'm siding with Paddy on this one. I'll be staying away from. Fair. That the great that great city. Uh, Tyg, I don't like your um, <laughs> son of a beach, so I'm probably just going to skip you. Uh, oh my, yeah, my fuck one. Off, <laughs> Go on. Ah <laughs> uh, no, jeez, like. Mine is pretty much personally vindictive because of his lack of performance and the fact that he's been off on the beach has pretty much cost me the second half of my season in terms of his performances. Absolute monster, Conor Gallagher. Future of Chelsea just decided, you know what, I actually want to just go to the Copacabana. The man has given up for months now. It's, 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 it's very sad because he's actually really good at football, but I'm, I'm seething. So I'm going to take it out here on this podcast that he'll never hear and tell him he's not doing enough. Pull the finger out, Conor. But, you know, don't. Enjoy your Premier League wage and being on the beach because uh, I went even more specific than the rest of the guys. Palace, in general, are more or less on the beach. They'll, they'll turn up to beat a bad team, but they also don't really give a shit. I just imagined in my head it's like a weekend at Burnley scenario with the corpse of Conor Gallagher and they're Fucking just like waving his hand. him up to keep him to make him look at the, to make sure they're still getting his weekly checks. <laughs> oh, sweet fuck all. And it's so disappointing because he was absolutely firebombed through about 25 weeks and then he's just done absolutely nothing so i suppose one one of the few things that i do keep up to date with is the chelsea academy and <laughs> I, I, that must I, be a full-time love, job with how many of them they have out and about the place jesus i love conor Gallagher. he's i do just, love him i the hair the movement he's He's Lionel Messi, the blonde Messi actually is is what i haven't tipped as but, that is an uh, incorrect assessment of the man <laughs> What what I noticed at Palace was MacArthur got injured, so Gallagher went through the first whatever fifteen sixteen. Are game we race. really doing this? I am. What's the end of the? We're goals. filling out. Hape goals. MacArthur injured. Gallagher drops. He's just a busy midfielder. Isn't making the runs into the box, and mm-hmm. it's been poor returns since. Yeah. Um, now MacArthur's so, back, and he's been left doing the work in the midfield too. I know. That's that's my bit of defending that the young lads done. Well, uh, my, move on. My son of a beach is Chelsea. Uh, kind of all season. <laughs> Chelsea You're more has. resolute to defend a Chelsea loan. Yeah, yeah the academy product. And, just, yeah, just, it's hilarious. Yeah, so, someone has to keep an eye out for the young lads. Like. Uh, Would somebody please think of the children? Because <laughs> at, like, at the moment, like Chelsea's double now. I, I personally am not overly confident on the clean sheets. There's been a lot of uh, individual errors in, in, in the preceding games and if I was to pick a midfielder or a forward if I had Havertz he'd be in my team straight away Mount I'd probably play him I wouldn't be dropping him and outside of that like you're you're looking at lads who are getting rotated and aren't getting returns uh, the most goals for a Chelsea forward at the moment is seven so what uh, Chelsea forward has seven goals who is that Werner Havertz uh, surely well forwards I don't know. That's I, I, I know the the stat off the top of my head, but I don't know the player. It's pathetic, regardless of what it is. <laughs> to be fair, so I and I would be staying. I wouldn't be picking up any extra Chelsea players for the the rest of the season. They'll get a win. They'll stay in the top four, but they're not going to be doing anything spectacular from here on out. Apart from the FA Cup, which they'll beat Liverpool in, that'll be nice. <laughs> 
Henny Drummond It's almost like it fucking cut out there with such little emphasis. No one cares there. I didn't say anything and then I saw no one else did and I said, how long can we keep this going for? I did too, yeah. I wanted to sleep. I see your point on. The individual errors is an interesting point because in the Everton match they picked up a stat when Aspidaqueta obviously cocked up uh, in fairness, it was good pressing from the Everton lads, but it shouldn't have happened. Uh, was that they had the second most amount of goals conceded as a consequence of individual errors uh, after Everton. So I mean, like, that's that's not good, and that's not the same Chelsea team who were so, I suppose, resolution like good at defending last yeah. year. Yeah, it's it's a curious case, especially when their defense started out pretty shit hot. I wonder what, somewhere along the line, injuries and kind of like disruption to the starting team has made an interesting case on the guys. Yeah, I mean, like they never like you have the back five, and they didn't really settle on that back three ever. I mean, like it would have been nice to have Rudiger, Thiago Silva, Aspilicueta there, but you had Chaloba, Sar, Christensen, uh, Loftus Cheek, uh, even did someone else drop in? No, Saul never played there. You know, like injuries. Obviously, the two wing backs were injured for an extensive period in the season, so like. The defense was just a bit of a shambles, and then they couldn't make up for it. Um, but this isn't the Chelsea podcast, uh, and I think we're done with our pod this evening, this week. Uh, any last words from the boys? <laughs> what an underwhelming way to go, huh? Kind of like my season. Right, do me a favor. You're an admin in the chat. Win and kick Mark out. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Why is he doing something ridiculous? He What's spoiled he the goals he's again. He's fucking always at it. Dare he? I feel like you should kick him. Just get rid of it. No. <laughs> well, what we'll do is a nice sign-off business so we can say no, fuck Mark Harry. No, I'm serious. I'm not continuing the podcast till someone kicks him. <laughs> oh, and I don't well, actually uh, have it. You'll I'll, have to do I'll, it. I'll end the podcast while uh, some administration. You do. Admin type. Anyway, look. Listener, if you want to get in touch with us, the podcasters, who, who've kind of lost the run of ourselves here, you can do so. There's a link <laughs> in the podcast description to Discord. You get updates there on when the episodes go live, and the same updates are on Twitter. That's at the FPL Jingle. And you can see the league itself. Um, there's a link in the podcast description. Thanks for listening. Slon.